Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. I learned the power of sound and words. You think about all your words, you might just want to collect up a bunch of the words you've been speaking and thinking right now and put them in a bag and not speak them anymore. You may think it's funny, but it isn't. Because you actually say what you get and get what you say. And I I just believe God's doing a shift this month this extraordinary resurrection power that literally when we pray, things do get answered. Think whether it's hemorrhaging in the brain, whether it's a misadventurous accident, whatever it is, we actually get to declare the truth and speak the truth. Now I'm going to give you some scriptures in a minute, but I just think we should just take a moment to just honor God. We just want to honor you, Father. We may not have lived up to the standard that you've shown us. We may have been influenced by others, by circumstances. We ask you to help us. Help us adjust to learn your word, that even if we're standing before a pilot who has in his power to take our life, we can say, My kingdom is not of this world. You know, doctors tell you things. People tell you things. You know what? I'm not of this world. I'm not of this kingdom. I'm of another kingdom that's forever. And I thank you for allowing us all revelation. Not to live spiritually blinded, but to live in a new place where we actually are given dominion in the name of Jesus, where we are excited, not because we rev it up, but because we know, we understand. You have given into our hands this extraordinary, powerful name of Jesus that every single knee will bow. We don't have to be concerned if we're in some prayer meeting in America or even in Westminster where there's all faiths, let them all do what they want to do. Because, as I heard the other day, the name of Jesus is above all those names. It's above. I believe we are called as a church of people to begin to live. And I feel a kind of angst because I feel some of you aren't there. You think about it. You put it on the shelf. It's there on Sundays. But actually, God wants it to be a day-by-day situation. I was I was looking over this morning in Romans 8 and verse 14 is so simple. It says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. It's so simple. Sometimes I think my life is just so complex. There's too much in it. There's too much complexity. There's too much maneuvering. I need to keep it simple. I just need to be Led by God. Led by God's what? Led by God's Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is just huge. He's over all the chaos. 
He's over all the mess. He brings a message out of the mess. He shows me what to do. To be who I'm supposed to be. Not to try. Not to be a wannabe, but just to start being who I'm called to be. As one of his favored ones, as one of his chosen ones. I'm called to step in to the Spirit and be led by the Spirit and bring change immediately if necessary. Do whatever it takes to just know the Holy Spirit's with me. The Holy Spirit will heal. The Holy Spirit will deliver. The Holy Spirit will strengthen. The Holy Spirit's your standby. I can lean on him. I can trust. He won't disappoint me in my expectation of love. He won't let me down, ever. He's the one prayer partner I have. He's always there with me. He knows what I need to pray. He knows what I need to do. John 14 and John 16. Read and and let the Holy Spirit become your best friend. And don't worry about what other people do or say. Maybe, Maybe it's never been done that way. Just worship the way you want to worship. You know, sing the way you want to sing. I feel like there's a realm in the spirit that I know, but a lot of the time I don't go there and I don't live there because I get more concerned that it might upset somebody or somebody might think you're trying to be some spiritual giant and you're just being yourself. Be yourself, would you? Give yourself permission to release to release this month the domain of God wherever you are. Just give yourself permission. Daniel 7.14 says that Jesus came like the Son of Man and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom. You have to understand something. I serve one person, one master, one king who has a lasting dominion. I don't know how he's going to take care of me in the next 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 years. I have no idea. But what I do know is he will. He will take care of you. He will. Just res- I just feel this morning I was praying real hard and it wasn't like it wasn't like we were supposed to read a lot of a lot of messages a lot of words but we were just supposed to receive we will we will turn to one other scripture that's kind of been strong on my heart in colossians colossians 1:13 this really helped me you have to understand my story is too much to go into now but i came from the highest the world had to offer around the Rolling Stones in the south of France. We didn't want for anything living in their houses. We didn't need anything. We didn't worry. If we wanted to wear something, we wore it. If we wanted to do something, we did it. If we wanted to make music, we made it. It didn't matter what the time was. It didn't matter what the record company said. You know what? The Stones pulled up their own truck, parked it outside Keith's rented villa in the south of France. We did what we wanted And I was released into that place of faith. 
except it wasn't holy. And I wanted the purity and the holiness of God. I wanted something more. Night after night, I dreamed of this enormous white horse, as big as this white here. It was a huge horse. And it used to chase me every night, and it scared me. I, was, I used to stay up late just because I didn't want to go to sleep. My dreams were as real as my daytimes. I was, my spirit was just open. I believe God wants to just open your spirit up. Don't be head ruled. Don't live in a soul pool, I called it the other day, where everything is like, you think it all through. Don't worry about that. Worry that your spirit is pleasing to God. Because it says here in Colossians 1, we should give thanks to the Father who has qualified and made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in the light. The Father has delivered us to himself. You're not lost in delivery. You've already been delivered to God. You just have to blow away this unbelief and this doubt. Your prayers aren't heard, you aren't answered, you're not in the right place, you know, you're a disappointment to someone. You know, all those lies that people imbibe and they live them and it's powerful. You know, that's not what the word says. The word says we have been delivered and drawn out of the control, and here's that word, dominion of darkness. I don't live under the dominion of darkness. I don't live in a rigid place of unbelief where my head rules, where I'm intellectually ruled by if somebody's been to Oxford or Cambridge or somebody's been well-educated. What does that mean, for goodness sake? Well-mannered? That's basic. To me, it's revelation. It's, it's how much revelation, because the whole world lies in darkness. So when you come into a place, you should bring revelation. You shouldn't have to strive at anything. You should just bring the revelation. People are just drawn to you like they're drawn to God out of the darkness. Because you have been drawn out of the control and the dominion of darkness. And you have been transferred. You know, when I do... Well, I don't do it very often because John's usually there to do it, thank God. But when I do a transfer, it's done when I'm online with the banking. I remember when we were doing the call, when we were hosting the call in 2002, and Alicia and I sat on the end of her bed in this little rented house in Bermondsey, and we had to transfer 95,000 pounds. And she looked at me, and I looked at her, and I went, just push the button. <laughs> so we did. And we transferred it from one bank to another bank. It just went. You've been transferred. You live in a kingdom that doesn't lack. Yes. You have been delivered. You have been transferred. The kingdom of the son of his love. It's another kingdom in whom we have our redemption. And redemption is going to be a big word this month and repentance. You know, repentance just means you change the way you think. I'm really praying that today you'll walk out of here with a different way of thinking. 
You just think differently. You just make a decision. Why is this church growing and becoming a strength in London? Because of the way we're doing things according to God's kingdom. I just, I just love that Jesus, even when he stood in front of Pilate, he said, you know, my king, you know, you gotta, you gotta get real here. My kingdom is not of this world. Your kingdom is not of this world. The stuff that goes on in your house, the strife, the lies, the arguing, the competition, that's not the kingdom you're born into. That's the flesh. That's fleshly stuff. My one prayer is that you will really move from the flesh realm into the spiritual realm, that you will learn how, well, wait a minute, do I need to take dominion over my finances? How did Jesus do it? He had a word of knowledge. He knew where the fish was. Go get the fish and render unto Caesar what's. Don't worry about your taxes. Don't spend your life worrying. (laughs) Spend your life earnestly seeking the Holy Spirit's help. I don't know how he's going to do what he does, but he does it. He does it when I'm not looking. When we were doing the call and a friend rang up and said, I think I need to lend you some cash. How's the cash flow? I didn't even know the term cash flow. I said, I don't know. Maybe, maybe give the ministry 10,000. She said, no, I was thinking about 35 and I gulped. I was thinking, do we need all that? Well, we sure did. It got spent the next week on, I don't remember what now, but just, you know, you get in a roll with God and he brings you what you need. Stop worrying about the phone bill, the rent, the tax money. Just make a decision. I'm moving in the dominion of an everlasting kingdom. I'm having the best marriage I've ever, ever dreamed of. I'm having the best time in ministry I've ever dreamed of. Higher than my highest prayers. I'm gonna, it's gonna be better. It's gonna be much better. And we're going to release the sounds in this church that this world needs to hear. We're going to do it. I'm not waiting for someone else to do it. And turn with me to John 5, and then we're going to receive communion. I felt like we should do this at the end of the service today. I'm going to be bold and play you a tape. I've never played it publicly ever. I did it a while back and God provided the money for it as we receive the communion so the guys will get ready to bring the elements. And But I just want to read you, even when Jesus made decisions, John 5.19, he said to these religious scholars and the Sanhedrin, see Jesus was a spectator of God all the time. If I don't see God doing it, I'm not doing it. And you say, well, that's weird. I can see you with my natural eye, but I can see you with my spiritual eye. I can see the brokenness. I can see the damage that's happened, that God wants to heal. He wants to do it today. He wants to do it. We're just messengers. We are privileged to be a mum and dad to you, Rod and I. We look at each other all the time and we're like, thank you, Lord. We love you guys. And we love that you love the word. But see, Jesus didn't make decisions on his own. He said in John 5:19, he answered these religious scholars when they were wondering 
Well, why are you doing this? He said, my father never ceases to work. Why should I? And he said, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, the son is able to do nothing of himself of his own accord, but he's able to do only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does is what the son does. In the same way, in his turn. And then you turn on to verse 30. And he's clear. I can't do anything on my own. I can't do anything from myself, independently of my, on my own accord, but only as I am taught. I'm always shocked at the way God... He wants to get involved when I go shopping, when I go out to meetings, when I bump into people. He wants to get involved. Your prayer in the morning is, God, become involved. I welcome you to upset my day, change my day. I welcome you to turn it around. Jesus said, even as I hear, I judge. I decide as I'm bidden to decide. Some of you get concerned about who you should marry, what you should do. Go get alone with God and go deep in your heart. Go deep, deep down in your heart. And all you have to say is, is this what you want? Is this what you want? Do you want to make my life a light to the nations? Is this what you want? I'm not worthy. I don't, I don't know anything but my identity, my identity in Christ. I do not seek or consult my own will. I have to tell myself that. It's not about my will. It's not about what I want. It's about what God wants. I don't, I don't do what is pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and pleasure of the Father who sent me. In other words, in other words, as we go ahead and we begin to pass out the communion elements, don't be concerned about your age. Don't be concerned about this present age. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 to be renewed in the entire renewal of our mind, the entire renewal. Go ahead and come and bring the elements and maybe you can play that communion tape if you have it. Well, Rod wants me to explain it. Do you want to explain it? I mean, I did it years ago. And actually, I asked God if he wanted me to do it to help me and we flew into Los Angeles airport. And I just suddenly said to Rod, could we go by that post office box that I have here still? We'd been married, I think, about six months. I went by the post office box, and there was a check from the Inland Revenue for $1,700. And I was just, <laughs> you know, gobsmacked. And the Holy Spirit said, this is for your music, to buy this music. This is for you. I want you to do this. You know, I've never been able to uh, play this. I've, uh, it's just never been quite right. I don't know what it is. It doesn't have the artwork on it yet. But I believe we're moving into a time where you'll start receiving communion at home and you'll be able to take this and play it at home. 
I did it because I saw people on hospital beds all those years ago. Gosh, 25 years ago, probably. And I thought, you know, they just need to hear God's word. They need to hear God's word. So uh, maybe we can just play it and you just let it kind of wash over you as, as we do this. And then it takes about five or ten minutes to play it through. Let's just shift gear. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 